Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Modern Heathen Man. Um, a lot has been going on. It's been a really hot summer so far. It's not even summer yet, to be honest with you. Happy solstice to everyone. Hope you all got to get out and do some bonfires and hang out with your kin and chill and really have a good time. Um, here at Modern Heathen Man, we've had so much going on. It's been a crazy, crazy summer, but good. Um, nonetheless, so let's get into it. So grab yourself a horn, grab yourself a cup, grab yourself some mead, grab yourself some coffee, some soda today, or some water, because it's really, really hot, and uh, join me for Modern Heathen Man. So, jumping right in, we have started a kindred here. We have about, um, what do we say, 11 people? Mm, 12, 10 or 11. 10 or 11 people, maybe 12 total, um, to be honest with you, including the kids, um, that have joined up, formed a kindred, we, uh, built some bylaws and some, um, code of conduct stuff, um, are actually forming a religious organization here in, uh, Mississippi, and we're going to be affiliated with Awake in the North, um, I know some people may or may not like that, I, I don't know, I, I like it. They seem to be a really good group. Everybody there is pretty much on the up and up. So I'm really happy with them. So we are going to be affiliated with them. And it's just really a great opportunity. Um, we're starting a thing called the School of the Norns in our kindred to start helping people that are new in heathenry begin doing things that they need to do to make heathenry part of their daily lives. Um, like daily rituals and things of that nature, which, you know, for some people come pretty easily. For other people, it's really hard. Um, we want to make it easy for everyone to be able to do that. And just with little things. So, um, with that said, me being the goatee, I've come up with some things. And I have an assistant as well, which is really nice. And she is really good at what she does, too. So it makes it really easy on both of us because none of us are burdening all of the responsibilities. So it makes it really, really nice. Um, our board of directors is set and everybody knows their job and is able to perform it pretty easily. Sorry, it's a cup of coffee there. Um, but with that said, I'm really excited to see where this goes. Um, most of the people in the kindred have the same um, dream slash vision that we did where we'd like to eventually buy a small piece of land, build a beautiful garden on it where we can go and have our bonfires and worship just a nice outdoor space um, with a giant fire pit in the center, and then eventually build a longhouse on there to serve as a hof for us to worship inside of and have feasts and wonderful days and learning and teaching and then once a year do a living history day of our Norse ancestors and how they lived and so on and so forth with all that said you know those are big dreams and everything else and we start small we start with the 12 people we have right now and hopefully grow a bit and go from there I feel like I'm in a really good spot here where heathenry is not looked down upon I feel like I've been really lucky in the sense that every place I've been, I've been able to describe heathenry in a sense that people didn't look down on it, that they would, 
accept it as viable and accept it as something that I believed in and truthfully cared about. So, with that said, I, I had a few things to uh, run by you all. I, I know Modern Heathen Man is geared toward the new person um, and heathenry and helping them along. And there's a few things that, you know, I did with these new people and we put together for the new people that really help them find out where they are and help them find out um, what they believe in and how they they fit. You know, it, it wasn't a lot of do this, do that, do the other thing, and read, 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 like most places, like I learned, okay? Um, it started out small. It started out with pick a rune and pull a rune for the day. Tell us what that rune means and understand that rune. Um, the next day would be dwell on the rune that you picked for the day. Put it in your pocket. Think of it often. When something's going on that you have a chance, reach in your pocket. Feel that rune. Make it really tactile. Um, from there, we went to um, burn an incense and have a prayer before you go for the day. Um, and then it was uh, something even more simple. It was just like, think on a god today and hail them for what they do. So it didn't matter which god you thought on, just hail them for what you do. And at the end of the day, tell us how you felt about that. Tell us how it worked out for you. Um, and then we got a little more um, in-depth where it was, um, go ahead and focus on a god that you're not usually focused on, or a god that's not usually focused on. Uh, we picked Ran and Aegir uh, for the ocean because we're close to the ocean. Um, so I want them to put something and keep something with them for the day that reminded them of Ran and Aegir, and they were able to go ahead and do that throughout the day. Um, so the last portions were like, build an altar to Freyr and ask him to bring us some cool weather and some rain and show us your altar. And in doing these things, um, step by step, they were able to build up to a point now where they can do their own little daily ritual in the morning before they leave. And it only takes five, ten minutes for them to focus on a god or to focus on the gods or the ancestors or whatever and put that all together that they've learned. And now they have a full day of heathenry that they can dwell on and focus on and do those things. And in doing that, we saw that there's really a need for it. I mean, it's not like something that just comes natural. People don't know what to do. People don't understand what to do. Um, when we started with the um, runes, it was, okay, I got this rune. What does it mean? You know, so we would tell them what it meant the first couple times. And then after that, we had them go look for it. We had them go find their own answer, become more familiar with the runes and how the runes are cast for them. Um, we recommended they each get their own set of runes so that these runes are theirs and that they're more um, in frith with their runes. Um, they learned to hold more frith. Um, one of the things we did was we talked about the Innan Garden and the Uten Garden. We talked about how things affect you daily that you have no control over in the Uten Garden. 
Um, but in the inn and garden, you have a little more control, and if you're doing um, things good and right and the way you're supposed to, you'd have frith with your housewives and your fairies and your little people that are around, your ancestors, the gods, and the Einherjar that are all around us. And your inn and garden should be semi-protected if you're in good frith with that. So we talked about what frith means and how it forms the basis for how you deal with um, gods. We talked about... Um, I don't want to say this rude, but we, we talked about staying active. Um, a lot of people tend to shy away from the gods, either when things are going really good in their life or things are going really bad. And I don't know why they do that. Um, I don't understand it, but they do it either way. We talked about how, you know, no time, uh, one of the big things that everybody kept telling us was that they didn't have time to do this or time to do that. And I understand that, I really do. I mean, I understand how it could seem like there's a huge time constraint to doing something and they believe it takes about an hour to do because they haven't been taught. They haven't been taught that it only takes five, ten minutes. You know, and I said to some of them without being, you know, brash or rude here, you know, what do you do when you're on the toilet in the morning? How much time do you have? Are you perusing Facebook? Are you watching TikToks? Or are you taking that time maybe to commune with the gods and just, you know, meditate on something that would get you better frith? I mean, it's just, I know it's five minutes on the toilet, ten minutes on the toilet, and you're done, but honestly, that's all you need to commune with the gods. I mean, we all can find five, ten minutes to get on Facebook and see what our friends are doing and comment about this and comment about that, but we can't find five or ten minutes to commune with the ancestors or the gods or the whites or things like that. That just goes to tell them that if you don't venerate the gods, the gods won't venerate you. Why would they help you if you don't have time for them? then they won't have time for you. Um, a lot of times people come into this faith and they think it has a Christian ideal where the gods are committed to helping you or committed to you know, your life like you are committed to their life, supposedly. Um, but that's not the way it works. You know, I, I've said numerous times the gods could care less as to what we do they have their own things going on. You know, they have their own lives to live, and they have their own problems, as we can tell from all the stories. So, with all that said, it takes a while to grow as a heathen. It takes a while to become a better heathen. It takes a while to um, have the patience to understand that growth sometimes comes small. Um, if you see somebody in your, you know, in your faith that's growing a lot faster than you, it's maybe because they're doing something different. Find out what they're doing and ask them. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, we all grow at our own pace, and you know, I keep telling the new people, you know, it's your, it's your path, it's your path, it's your path. You walk along it at your own pace. You decide what you see. You decide where you stop. You decide where you camp for the night, and so on and so forth. That's not up to me. 
Um, your answers from the gods are your answers. Your answers from your ancestors are your answers. They're not mine. And my answers are not yours. You know, my path that I walk on, it's totally different than the path that someone else is walking on. We may walk side by side for a few minutes, but eventually those paths will lead away and we'll be down our own little path again. Um, we come together for bloats, we come together for symbols, we come together for all things, we come together for um, room readings and so on and so forth, but that's where our paths come together and then they branch off again. This is where you're on your own path and you have to do the things that you need. There may be different things on your path, maybe different obstacles, and so on and so forth. Those are not for me to overcome. I may have already overcome those obstacles. I may not have even gotten to those obstacles yet, but they're yours and they're your obstacles to overcome and learn to deal with. In the same token, you shouldn't do it alone. I mean, we're here for you, but they're not my obstacles in the long run. The old adage, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. I can see the wall and tell you how to scale the wall. It doesn't mean you're going to listen to me and do it that way. Um, and even so, if you do scale the wall, who's to say you're scaling at the right spot? Because I may be looking at one thing because that's my place to scale the wall, but not yours. So with all that said, how do we begin to become better heathens if we're new in the heathenry um, aspect of everything? Well, we grow slow. You start out by doing one small thing each day for a week. And you learn that thing well. I mean, if it's just drawing a rune each and every day, learning what that rune means and learning how it affects your life and seeing how you interact with that rune each and every day, that's a good start. I mean, it's, what, two minutes? And that start will start to put you in the mind frame of being a heathen. Um, if it's the next step is putting that rune in your pocket for the day and every once in a while reaching in your pocket and grabbing that rune and remembering it's there and looking at it and dwelling on it for a bit, that's a good next step. If a step is where you are down at the beach and you pick up a piece of driftwood so you can remember Ran and um, understand that they are the you know, goddess of the sea and understand what they do and how they affect your life, then that's important. Grab that piece of driftwood, and every time you look at it, think of that. If it's something where you need to build a small altar just to do stuff, um, one of the neatest things, I'm going to cut off a second here, one of the neatest things was people were telling me they didn't have room for an altar. They didn't have room, they didn't have room, they didn't have room. Um, I made a little travel altar in a cigar box that is, what, three inches by six inches by three inches if even that you know so three by six by three has everything in it for me to have an altar that i could set up and honor the gods so it's not very big at all so when somebody says to me i don't have room for an altar i really don't understand that i don't understand how that is but it may just be that they just didn't have the ingenuity to understand that it doesn't have to be big, or they may not have had the opportunity to be taught that the altar doesn't have to be huge. You know, we don't have to look at an altar like we do at a big Catholic church with all the stuff on it 
in the front of the room. It doesn't have to be that. It can be something so small as a little shelf in your room that just has a few things on it that remind you of the gods each and every day. I mean, if you've ever been to a Chinese restaurant, you know that when you're walking through the buffet or the, the restaurant area, there's a small little shelf with a little statue on it with incense burning and a little offering bowl in front. That's it. It's not very big. And that's their altars. They've come to learn through many years of worship that, yes, altars need to have things on it that remind us of those um, things we're venerating. But in the same token, it doesn't have to be cluttered. It doesn't have to be full. It doesn't have to be huge. So even if it's just you creating a small altar in a small cigar box or something to take along with you, uh, nobody has to know what it is. They can just think it's a little cigar box on the shelf. Nobody ever really opens my little cigar box on the shelf. They don't know it's my altar. So, you know, that's that. Um, other than that, I mean, it's really simple. Just do small things that lead to big things. You know, put all those things together. Learn a prayer for yourself, um, for the gods and the ancestors. Build your own prayer for each and every day. Build how you talk to each and every god that you want to worship or the gods in general oh, I use the word worship I meant venerate but figure out how I don't want to say you make it easy on yourself but figure out how it becomes more commonplace more normal more daily and in doing that you then will go ahead and I want to say you'll become a better heathen, to be honest with you. I mean, you'll have more frits with the gods. Um, one of the things I always, 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 always tell everyone is learn the stories. Get into the Eddas. Get into the um, stories of the gods. And, you know, even if it's just like Neil Gaiman or, you know, um, Padram Kolek, the you know, the children of Odin and things like that, those are great. I mean, just... The basic, 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 basic stuff. And, you know, it comes back to the old keep it simple, stupid thing. Because the more simple you can make it, the easier it is for everyone, including yourself. You know, it doesn't have to be as complicated as some people make it out to be. It doesn't have to be as complicated as, um, you know, Jackson, what's his name? Uh, Crawford. Jackson Crawford, you know. You don't have to have a degree in Norse anything to be a um, heathen. That, that's all there is to it. You know, Jackson Crawford, he's a great guy, don't get me wrong. You know, that's his life, though. His whole money-making, teaching, and everything comes from that study. That's what he does for a living. You don't have to be that, you know, versed in everything. Um, people make mistakes. You know, I still have to look stuff up. Most people I know can look stuff up. I mean, like, if I said to you, you know, on top of Igrisil, there's a... Um, hawk that sees everything and above him is an eagle that sees what he does not what's that eagle's name you'd be like oh my goodness it's a name that's like you know a yard and a half long with consonants and two vowels and the whole thing <laughs> it's pretty funny I don't even remember what the name is but I remember the name being that long it's really cool but anyway you know things like that you still have to look up and you know, there's such obscure stuff that, you know, if somebody doesn't have to look stuff up, more power to them. I'm, I'm really glad. They are living the life, 
and they are really hardcore. Um, but I will say this, you know, even when you come to the Pope and you ask him some questions, sometimes he holds off on answering because he needs to go to study. He needs to learn more about what you're asking and understand more of what you're asking. Sometimes a quick answer is not always the best answer. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But anyway, so to you, I say, begin doing things that are small. Begin doing things that are little. Build your way up to big things. And hail you. You know, if you're in Mississippi, um, go ahead and join Modern Heathen Man and see if uh, you don't want to join the Kindred. Let me know that you're there. Um, we're in southern Mississippi, way down by the shore. So if uh, that's something you want to do, let us know. We're more than happy to grab more people on board, especially those that want to learn, those that want to be heathens. So um, you're more than welcome to go ahead and come down here and join. I want to hail you for taking the time to be a better heathen. I want to hail you for listening to Modern Heathen Man. Um, and try to stay cool. It's been really, really hot. I'm looking forward to uh, winter coming. I'm looking forward to a lot cooler weather, to be honest with you. I love the summer, but the winter is so much better. <laughs> so I want to thank you for joining me for this episode of Modern Heathen Man. Tell you to have a wonderful day. Remain in frith. Hail the gods for taking the time to care for us. Hail you for being you, wanting to be a better heathen. Um, and oh, today is uh, Freya's day. Hail Freya on Freya's day. So thank you all for joining me, and I will talk to you soon.